Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Wisdom and Wealth Pathways to a Life of Significance for you and your family. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to be with you all today. And as always, I'll be joined by the star of our show, and that's Mr. Frank Astorino of the Astorino Financial Group. And Frank and I are going to be unpacking another wealth management-related discussion today. And to start off today's discussion, I have a question for you, our audience, and that is, how well do you and your spouse or your partner work together? together when figuring out issues around saving, spending, and, and investing as a whole, right? Everybody out there is going to have different answers to this question, but those answers could have a big impact on your future as individuals and, of course, as a couple. So Frank and I today are going to be discussing uh, really making wealth management decisions as a couple today and look closer at how you can build a better financial partnership to go along with your marital one or just your, you know, your relationship as a whole. So before we dive into the nitty-gritty of it let's go ahead and say hi to frank frank it's good to see you this morning how you doing sir ryan great to see you again and love uh, the topics you're picking for us and uh, this is a good one yeah absolutely this is a good one frank uh, let's let's start kind of high level as we typically do uh and assess kind of the current landscape do you see most couples these days making financial decisions together or, or does one person more predominantly take the reins in this uh in this realm of decision making i don't have exact statistics but i would say the majority uh i'd say it's about 25 75 75 percent have usually one dominant person who's either the breadwinner or the more financially astute and they take charge and control uh, and I'd say about 25%, you know, work together and that's the optimal. Of course. And, and let's get into the, some of those benefits though. You know, that's ultimately why we're here. What would you say are some of the benefits then of couples that do work through these, these financial challenges or even just discussions together and, and really work as a team? Well, top of mind would be less conflict. Um, marriage is difficult to to start. I think most people find that, uh, but it also could be the most rewarding partnership that you could have in, in your investment in life. So I think that um, it does lead to a stronger commitment of your goals, especially if you're aligned with your goals. Uh, second, I think it definitely could increase your bottom line uh, in terms of your outcome of discussing major wealth decisions. Uh, working together can also serve as a reality check during stressful times. It's not uncommon that people react more uh, sensitively to market volatility. And as we say, well, as we educate people that volatility doesn't mean losing money, but if one person emotionally um, anchors, you know, a historical past or fear, uh, that may lead to um, an inappropriate decision, an expedient decision that could have been avoided if you had two minds working together rather than one. Um, we found that also that some, in many occasions, female investors tend to outperform their male counterparts because they're less motivated to um, make those quick decisions on buying or selling. They're more patient and uh, emotionally calming um, and th hence why I like to have both in the in the uh, meetings that we have for reviews. 
No, I, I like this a lot, Frank, and I like how you mentioned, you know, how they can kind of keep each other in check during those stressful times. And I, I want to double click on that just a, a touch you know, further. Would you say then that some of these benefits of working together might even also have the the ripple effect, if you will, of building a, a stronger marriage or partnership along the way? For sure. I, I, um, I can answer that on a couple levels. First of all, money issues are the leading drivers of divorce. And divorce is a pretty high statistic. And it's also the number one detriment of wealth. So if people um, are looking for financial security or expansion of wealth, divorce definitely doesn't help that. Um, so it, it does pay to have a partner that you can communicate and communicate is the key. Um, I've shared the story that my, my wife and I, after many years of marriage, it's, it's at least 36 years, um, we found that we have a nice place that we go to have the heavy lifting decisions and, you know, there are, there are decisions that you can request of the other. There are those that you could require because you have a pretty strong um, motivation behind your decision. And the others can be negotiated, but you need a platform to be able to communicate and get things out on the table and, and even having someone help you reframe what the issues are. Now, Frank, I, I love this so far. Frank, we talked about how, yes, it could help kind of promote a stronger relationship or a stronger marriage as a whole when you move through some of these difficult financial discussions together. But are there any other important advantages that you see occurring among couples that are working together to solve these financial challenges or, or even just have the discussions together? Absolutely. Um, in, you know, when we do retirement planning at all ages, it's a, it's a number one uh, discussion topic of how to, what's my number? How do I get there? And what people need to be reminded of, it's a, it's a fact that women generally have longer life expectancies than men. So if, if the female in the partnership tends to take a back seat and doesn't stay involved and it leaves the door open to surprise and failed expectations or desperation when they lose their partner and they may be uh, single for a long time uh, after losing someone. So making important financial decisions together, whether it be retirement, paying down debt, uh, children's education, all of, all these things cause emotional uh, triggers. Um, I, I'm doing a lot of counseling with um, younger people today, and I've come kind of 360. My, my desire grow in, in business and in in saving was to save as much pre-tax money as I could. So when you have young couples today trying to save to buy a house or start a family, yes, academically, it might make sense to have both max out their pension and, and matching, but maybe paying down debt or saving for that first home might be a compromise where one spouse does the retirement plan at the max and the other one uses their income to put a savings together for buying that first house. So there's a lot of ways of getting compromises um, and not everybody is gonna come in with the same history. So you have to kind of unpack, uh, you know, what's gonna be the driver to do what's best for both. Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. I mean, hey, our past is what defines us. And sure, your your past experiences are going to influence your future decision making. So I like how you can kind of complement each other and work for a strategy that works for the both of you. Frank, 
for those people out there though that may already be working together with their you know significant other their you know their 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 wife or husband or uh but maybe they want to get better at that process and be more effective in their conversations and achieve more desired outcomes any advice to those folks sure i'm a perpetual learner so i think it's you know when you see what's out there for industry experts, it's it's humbling because you need to know that you're not going to know everything. And you need to have confidence that there's no dumb question or nothing that's not relevant when it comes to your own money or your own health for that matter. And you know, stress around money affects health. So we try to we try to give people tools that give them a better framework to make decisions. And there's so many mediums to do that. We invest a lot for our clients in uh, a website that's interactive, it has calculator, it has podcasts and so forth. But there's also literature that if you're dealing with someone who's got experience and expertise in financial planning and, and retirement and things of that nature, uh, they can help you choose the right medium and the right source of uh, reading to get your, your up to speed with asking better questions when you come in for a meeting so that you're not sitting there and having someone talk through you. It's, it's really important that you're part of the conversation and part of the input and have that silent confidence that you know enough to expand your ability to have a more fruitful wealth management program. Sure, sure. Expanding that financial intelligence is certainly a big part of it because, yeah, having the confidence to go in and be a, a real part of those conversations is only going to allow you to, to see more success towards those goals of yours in the future. Frank, this is all really good stuff. I want to circle back now to a word that you mentioned earlier and get a little deeper into it, and that's compromises. Every relationship involves making compromises, whether it is around financial matters or frankly, anything that goes on in our lives. Any advice for couples on uh, you know, making these compromises specifically when it's related to financial matters? Yeah, I wanna um, combine, I'll circle back to the last question and then I'll tie it in with, with this one. Um, I, I like when people make their own lists, uh, whether it's a tolerance blast of things that are, are bothering them or it's goals looking into the future, top 10 bucket list of what they wanna do and, and have them both separate them, have individual lists and then see where they they, they meet and, and can um, overlap and where they rank them. Um, and, and I think that's a, that's a start. Now, as far as the compromises, um, it all starts with an appreciation for the other person. And I find that in some relationships, one wants to control more than the other or has a, an assertion for control. And you might want to ask, what's that all about? Or why, why do you feel the need to have that control? And sometimes in a discovery meeting, you'll find out how each grew up with issues around money or what the, um, the life was like around money issues and how it was communicated. And it kind of transcends from generation to generation. But when one dominates uh, and controls the decision making, it could harbor resentment and lead to some uh, unfavorable outcomes in the future. So my suggestion is that they um, 
find a way to welcome the spouse's opinion without being judgmental. We, we, we call this our no judgment zone. When you come to talk to a neutral advisor, there is no judgment. And uh, it's a matter of getting what are the issues, because we have toolboxes and we have experience and um, appreciation that the human mind and, and being uh, is, is sometimes complex and you might need a sounding board to unravel some of those issues that you might not be able to do on your own because they're unconscious. No, it makes makes all the sense of the world. And so, Frank, I want to move through that and ask another kind of, you know key question because we've talked about it on prior episodes in different ways, shapes, and forms. And that is, we all have different wealth personalities, right? We look at wealth differently. We treat our wealth differently, and that can play an interesting variable in this conversation when you're navigating wealth challenges and discussions with your significant other. So. What do you have to say on this front when let's say, you know, a husband and wife might have differing wealth personalities and those fundamental views about money are a little different. Any, any suggestions or ideas on how to navigate that landscape? Uh, for sure. I, I think that um, sometimes people generalize about expectation and they may not know what's really underneath the decision. And I, especially when it comes to respective tolerance for risk, we have different uh, measures. Some of them are academic, some of them are experiential, uh, but we can kind of help people hone in on what their risk budget is. And it's, it's sometimes often uh, uh, amusing that someone could come out as a 95 out of 100 on their portfolio but when you uncover what their real feelings are, they're a 25, which basically means they have a much lower risk tolerance than their portfolio. And, and that starts a conversation about what could go wrong uh, with this scenario and how can this impact all those big decisions that you're trying to make together. And that helps you determine how much equity you have in a portfolio versus fixed income and bonds. Um, so I think that uh, some, some of the things that we do to differentiate risk is to see how much is for preserving the risk. We ask the question, what would you, what would life be like if you had half of what you have and half of the income and what would you not want to give up? And then also we talk about in the discovery period, what, what price is it to have that and what value is it to have peace of mind? Are you willing to adjust your, your expectations so that one is not going to be like risking the whole nest egg um, when you have some very specific goals that are very important to your, your values that you've shared in the beginning? So that's, that's where you go back to that communication. Frank, as we're bringing our conversation to a head here today, you had mentioned earlier just that that you know, you're having these types of conversations with clients of yours, kind of being that that facilitator, if you will, of some of these questions and conversations in the financial process. So in these situations, do you kind of see yourself as that, you know, uh, you know, intermediator between, you know, a husband and wife between a couple and working with them, uh, you know, to address these kinds of questions, to put a plan forth, you know, do you see yourself in that role? And, and what is it like being in that chair? 
I, I do very much. And I, I tell couples that managing money is like marriage. It's a partnership. And in order for there to be parity in the partnership, both need to attend the board meetings. And uh, it's good to identify um, your uh, requirements for a trusted professional. Uh, the professional can come unbiased and unemotional, but the two criteria there is you have to intrinsically trust that individual, and you also need to know and have demonstration of their competence and their skill level. So, in short, attending both meeting, attending meetings together, especially the critical ones, uh, identify a professional that you're comfortable with. And look at money matters as a partnership, not a, you know, you stay in your lane and I'll stay in my lane and we'll meet for dinner. It, it's really um, a, a group effort. I love that. Well, well, Frank, for anybody out there in our audience that's hearing this conversation today, it's resonating with them. And let's say they're recognizing, boy, maybe I could use some help from that intermediator, uh, somebody that can work through these kind of tougher challenges with me and my significant others so that we can have confidence and that peace of mind you mentioned earlier in a plan moving forward. And they might need some help on that. Well, Frank, how could somebody best get in touch with you and your team to just open up that dialogue and just start that conversation? It's a great question. Uh, we've just completed um, revamping our uh, website to start. And that's a good non-threatening way for you to see uh, what our process is, uh, to see how to get in touch with us, astorinofinancialgroup.com. And um, I would start there. It's full of information. It's full of um, contact information. And then I would take advantage of a no-obligation uh, initial meeting to see if there's a fit. And uh, if if we go from there, we go to a what's called a stress test or a discovery meeting. And there's plenty of opportunity for you to know whether it's the right, you know, relationship or not. And we make it user-friendly. So there's no pressure, uh, but I would start at the website. And then if you're interested, you follow up with a, a no obligation meeting. All right, perfect. Well, Frank, look, I know you're a busy guy. You've got clients to serve, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But I, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to jump on and, and dive into this, you know, unique set of conversations that a, a couple you know engages with each other i love you i love your line earlier about you know uh a financial discussions with you and your you know your significant other is as much as a partnership as the marriage itself so really an, a, you know interesting perspective to to take away from today's conversation so i appreciate you frank and uh, i'll see you back on the next one good i look forward to the next one Fantastic. Well, hey, folks, look, we want to take one final moment, as we always do, and thank you for stopping by and being with us on the show today. If you did take something away from today's discussion and you benefited benefited from it in any way, shape, or form, do us a favor and go ahead and hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform you checked us out on today. That way you'll never miss out on another conversation between Frank and myself and maybe one of our, our guests that we're going to be having on the show here coming up to where we dive into these different wealth management topics and explore some of the topics that you know, make the most sense and, and are really pertinent to you and yours back at home. Before Frank, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Wisdom and Wealth. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. 
The opinions voiced in this material are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. The Astorino Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide legal or tax advice or services. Please consult your legal or tax advisor regarding your specific situation. LPL Financial Representatives offer access to trust services through the private trust company NA, an affiliate of LPL Financial.